Welcome to Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibová, that love coach who helps corporate women who have been pushed down and back due to traumatic relationship or childhood trauma in their past, which has caused them to see themselves not in a bright light that makes them people please and not show up the way they know they are capable of showing up. My mission is to help women who are on the path to heal from their past wounds, move through their limiting beliefs and internal blocks so they can guide other women through online coaching, which is that deep down what they are feeling they really want to do instead of sitting in their corporate job. Each week I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, and purpose. No more hiding, no more waiting. The time to take care of yourself, to uplevel your life is now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Thank you for joining another episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. And today, my guest, not only it's beautiful inside out, she's also my dear friend here in Las Vegas. I told her before I hit record, we should have just meet in the park, do some grounding and recording. And I couldn't assure the sound quality in the parks and kids everywhere. So let's do it separate right now. But Jaina, it's so dear in my heart and she been such a rising star and I'm so proud of her journey and who she's being and becoming. And I really wanted to share her knowledge and wisdom today with you. So Jaina, thank you so much. I'm so grateful to have you here today. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And yeah, we've been, we've known each other for almost like what, three years now. It's crazy how it flies. And I feel like three years, we were completely, completely different people. Completely. like We were drinking tea, but we were definitely completely different people. <laughs> I, love that. I love that. So before we will dive into today's topic, what I love doing and what all of my guests love when you will see and hear what we are going to do is... I would love to take you, and I know you already trust me. There is already trust in those three years. What I would love for you to do is just to take a deep breath and to relax with me. Close your eyes. Deep breaths in. And as you're breathing in, you can smell the rainforest. You can sense the flowers around you and the air with your, in your skin. And you are walking in this beautiful forest that leads you to the most beautiful private beach. And as you're sitting there, you just look around and you see coconut trees. So you just bring one down, sit and sip on this fresh coconut water. And you're sitting there looking at this beautiful crystalline water. And you think to yourself, it's so good to be alive. And you hear the birds and you see the huge butterflies flying around. And even though this private beach is very quiet, there's still like on other sides, like a couple families, a couple young people. And you see that there is a one little girl running on the beach and she's chasing the butterfly and she's laughing so hard that it makes you laugh. And as, as she's chasing him, she comes to you and she looks at you and she's laughing and you're smiling and she says, 
You're so beautiful. Who are you? What is the one thing you would love her to know about you? Not what do you do, but who you are. I am blissful. Wow. That's so beautiful. And, and listen, girl, if we're sitting on the beach and sipping on the coconut, of course we're blissful, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love it. And I feel like baby in the background is feeling very blissful, too. <laughs> It's like, oh, mommy's recording. Let's bring some blessing. <laughs> I love that. It's so beautiful. And I love starting this way, the conversation, because sometimes we are like already thinking ahead on the topic and on the things. And when we can go back to, you know, this flow and this bliss, it feels like we relax and we are even more connected to what is really important to us versus sometimes what do we think could help, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, totally. I mean, I think a lot of us, you know, it's a lot of conditioning that happens and we get so out of alignment with ourselves. And really at the end of the day, it's, it's who we are to our core and our vessel that we're in. That's going to really be the importance, you know, because then with that, when we have the love for ourselves, then you're going to have the love for everywhere, like everyone else as well as everything else. Yeah, it's, so. it's so beautiful because even in its core, it seems so simple, just like love yourself and everything else will work out, you know? And, and I remember when I heard that like first time, like 10 years ago, you know, from Louise Hay, I was stacking her videos, you know, just to get this little positiveness in my life and my body. And she said, go to the mirror and say, I love you. I couldn't do that. I just couldn't. There is no way for me to to love and respect me. And it was such a like aha moment for me because you're so right. When we love ourselves, we can reflect and see the love everywhere else. Because if not, it's always the outsourcing, outsourcing the energy, outsourcing the worthiness. Which makes you feel depleted oftentimes. Absolutely. So then we're always looking for that next hit. Yep. Yep. And whether it's with food or shopping or relationships, whatever it is, it's always the next thing and never feeling blissful. Right. So I wonder what led you onto the path of self-love? Like, was, was there a disconnect? You didn't love yourself on your journey or like smiling? Yeah. uh, (laughs) Yeah. For mine, it was heartbreak. You know, heartbreak is what really, I guess you could say like I fell on my ass. I don't know if I can swear, but I did. Like I fell on it and um, it was a huge kind of reflection moment. Uh, I had always felt that I had loved myself uh, very, very much up until that relationship where I lost myself. And then once it was done, then I was like, who am I? You know, like I didn't know who Jaina was. I I felt like I was in a a room with like four white walls, like with nothing creative. Um, And so it was a very dark place for myself. And then of course, typically what we do in those cases is you, you lock yourself up even more because you're like, I'm in protection mode now. Like no one's going to have access to me. And so that's kind of what happened. And then uh, I got into a place where I was really, really good at being bliss on the outside. And people knew me for that. People knew me for that really positive, abundant, you know, can always say something to lift me up person. But inside, I was just like dying inside, you know, I was just 
so angry and um, basically opposite of bliss. <laughs> so every single time I'd get home from like a long day, it was like I would be in such a low vibration. I'd be in such a low. I wouldn't be in that bliss. In some moments, you know, they were purely bliss, but it was just more of a battle with myself. And that's when I really knew, like, I'm a conditional lover. Uh, I don't really love who I am. And that's when the work started to take place, or so I thought. But really, that that one year, it was kind of like me just BSing myself and kind of thinking I was doing the work, but I really wasn't doing the work until 2017 hit. And then once 2017 came around, that's when the work really started. And then it's just gone deeper and deeper these last three years. And to where now it's like, I know who I am. I know the queen that I am. I know the goddess that I am. And I can feel it. And I feel like everybody else can really see it and feel it too. Oh, absolutely. Like I met you three years ago, so I can definitely feel and see the difference. And that's the beauty when... When you truly know who you are and coming from inside out, no needs to be wearing masks, no needs to pretending, no people pleasing. And sometimes it's not with a bad intent, you know, it's because we want everybody feel good. So we're like, oh, if I pretend I'm okay, everything is okay, people will feel okay. But it, it just really hit to me what you say, like, I was dying inside. That's exactly how I felt. People look at me like five years ago, 10 years ago, and like, oh, you have it all. You're beautiful. You're young. You're, you know, you have a husband. You have it all. Like people were thinking like I'm living the life. And on the inside, I was dying and I was feeling empty. And I was coping with like food and drinking wine and like going out and shopping because I couldn't be with myself. I couldn't. Yeah. So what... Like, tell us a little bit more about this three-year journey. Do you have any, like, like the big, like, you know, like, the, the, I don't want to say, like, stepping stone, but what were some of the things you're like, oh, my gosh, this on the three-year journey was an aha moment, or this really hit me. This was what helped me. So for myself, um, it goes back to social media. I had posted a picture of me smiling and looking really blissful, really happy. Um, and someone dropped in my DMs and said, why are you sad? And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I didn't even know really who the person was. I, I didn't even have like a real conversation with them, but they could seriously clearly see the windows, you know, to my soul. And they could tell in the photo that, you know, I wasn't actually happy and I was really sad and, and it turned into like a mentorship, you know? Um, and then Vegas kind of sparked in and, and the, the person was like, Hey, you need to come to Vegas and do this, this healing, this healing journey with me. And so I was just like, okay. And I just kind of put trust in it. I didn't even research it. I didn't look into it. And that's when I was really introduced to the power of earth and like the plants that we've you know, have been grown for us um, to access. And so step one for me was forgiveness. And it, it wasn't necessarily forgiveness with um, the people who had hurt me and betrayed me. I mean, that was a huge piece because I couldn't let that go. But it was more so forgiveness to myself. Uh, that was the biggest piece for me. And so I had a really intense, you know, walk about, I guess you could say, of forgiving with myself. And, and then I thought I was good. You know, I thought I was like, 
oh, I, I got this. And that's when I got introduced to, that's when I really started to fall in love with nourishment and like health and nutrition and stuff uh, on a more plant-based level. And so really utilizing greens and, you know, fruits and vegetables to open up my heart because green is the heart chakra. And so I started using more, you know, kale and spinach and green drinks and green juices and all those things. And it started to kind of open up what I call like a mason jar. And it started to kind of pour out these emotions um, that I got to kind of work through. And that's, I guess you could say when you start, you know, um, accessing your shadows. Um, and so that was the route that I was on. And then I was like, okay, I'm done. I completed it. And you know, we all know like one year, you're not done. Like, are you kidding? <laughs> and so um, then I thought I was good. And then I, you know, I opened myself up to a relationship and that just showed me everything I hadn't done. And so uh, I got to do the work again. And that's when I took a different approach on it and took a different angle on the healing that really took me to the next level. So mm -hmm. that's why I'm a firm believer that there's so many layers to it. And there's not a one shoe fits all at all mm -hmm. for anybody. And it's about what aligns with you. And uh, yeah, 2019 was probably one of the most transformational years for myself um, besides 2017. I'd say 2017 and 2019 were like really big because I was painting, you know, all four of those walls again. Um, I basically recreated myself um, to the self that I always was that I didn't think I was good enough to be. Mm. Wow, that's so powerful. I loved it. I loved it. And uh, I really love that you brought up using greens for like your your heart chakra. You know, I remember it was like four or five years ago, I went to um, Henderson and there is um like a healing center. Um, and they, they have, I don't know what is it called, Saint something, Paul, I don't know. Like, but it's uh, uh, like a system for chakras that can like recharge them. You know, it's the lights and the crystals and you lay there. It was super cool. I felt amazing afterwards. So it's like really recharging your chakras. And Very so cool. afterwards she did like a little bit Reiki on me. And she told me like, your heart chakra, it's closed. That's the one that I can really feel. I was like, no way. Like, I don't have, a, I don't have nothing close, right? Ego talking. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, like she's right. I was protecting myself. I didn't want to get hurt again, cheated on again, lied again. So I closed myself, pretend everything is good. I'm doing the work. I'm doing personal development. Everything is right, right? And they're like, okay, more to uncover, more to go through. But I absolutely love that. Like the colors for us different like chakras. And, and, you know, like we live in such a like past, like fast paced world. And we are like, okay, if I drink one smoothie a day, will this open up my chakras? Or like, how can you tell? How often, how long do you have to do it for the rest of your life? Let's say, for example, you want to better your root chakra or your sacral, you know, like look at the colors of the foods and eat more of those. And for how long? Uh, I mean, I'm still eating my greens. I never stopped because I know that I really closed up my heart. Like I think my heart's been closed since I was a child. So it, it was definitely something that which I don't know what happened when I was a kid and it doesn't really matter, but it's the fact that I know that it started getting closed when I was very, very young. But then the more I've done the work on my body, I used to think it was all emotional based. And now I'm seeing that it's physical too. 
Um, and so we are earth, right? We're like the best definition of unity. We are water, we're vitamins and we're minerals. Like we are truly our earth and we need to have certain minerals and vitamins for our body to be able to, you know, do what it's got to do. Like if they're, if we're lacking in calcium, then your body's going to have to rob from somewhere to be able to reform what it needs to reform. And so that's Mm -hmm. when pathways start to become compromised. And so for myself, after I started doing these, these um, like electrical scans on my body, I've got to see that all those years that I thought it was just emotional based for my heart. Cause I, my heart literally hurt. Like it would have like these chest pains. Like I've had them wow. since I was a child where I just feel like, Oh, like, and I'd have to like breathe like three times. Cause it would just hurt. And it's not just emotional. Yeah. <laughs> um, it ended up being that I had a plot, like a compromised pathway that was going on in my heart since I was pretty young. And so now I'm getting to reverse all of that and with, you know, minerals and with vitamins. And I think, you know, me actually taking the step to forgive and taking all those steps because it led me to figure out that we're also physical. And so now I'm in that realm of like, yeah, eat for your chakras. Like if you're wanting to, you know, address one of them particular, which say for instance, mine's the heart, um, eat more greens, like eat greens on a regular basis. And the rest of your body is going to appreciate you for that obviously, right? Like greens are so powerful and so good for you. But then also, um, you know, make sure you're getting in those minerals and those vitamins too. Um, and so it just allows you to progress. Like, I don't think that the journey ever stops. And, and I really do feel that, you know, we're each our own greatest discovery. Like we're so magnificent. We're so beautiful. And the more I've gotten to really dial in on just the biology of us and like the anatomy of us. And then just the interior of us is so magical with how unified we really function. And it's allowed me to tap more into my heart because I'm discovering this about myself, even though it's just physical, you know, Um, like I'm getting to reverse like a lot of things. Like my skeletal system is now revamped and back into balance. It wasn't before my skin, my collagen levels, all these things are getting back into balance to be able to function at their highest. So is it all because you switch into the plant-based diet? I would have to give a huge piece of that. Yeah. Once I decided to shift into plant-based, um, I felt like it opened up a different part of me. It opened up my ability to see and to trust myself way, way more. Hmm. Um, your, you know, your intuition is something that is very powerful. And especially in women, right? Our intuition is something that's like our, that's like our superpower. And we live in a world where you know, they really don't want you to be powerful. (laughs) Like they try to take everything away from you. That is your power. So if they can calcify something, they're going to do that. If they're going to break down something, they're going to do that. And what we eat is essentially, it's going to be either poison or it's going to be healing. It's literally one or the other. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that just comes back down to the person who's doing it and the choice that, you know, you decide to make of are you wanting to poison yourself or are you wanting to heal yourself? Mm. Are you wanting to become the most abundant version of yourself or are you wanting to stay, you know, underneath the glass ceiling? Like it comes down to you and that's the power that you have. And and when people grasp that idea to know that like you are so powerful, magnificent and abundant, 
as you are, you don't need to find anything. You already have it. It's more like you just need to unbury it. Like think of like, you know, a seed that you planted 12 years ago, (laughs) like start nurturing it, you know, pull the weeds from your garden and let's, let's assess it and let's pull out those things. Cause I don't know if you know, but when it comes to plants, like we're so much like plants, um, plants have, systems too, you know, they, they circulate the same way that we do. It starts from the roots and it goes up. Our circulatory system is the same way. And when it comes to plants, like if there's roots around plants, roots take all the water, they take all the food. Um, that's why you always want to pull the roots. And what's beautiful too, is that say for instance, you do have a garden. Cause I know everyone can visualize a garden because gardens become a popping right now. Everyone wants a garden, but when you have a garden, and it rains, which obviously in Vegas, it doesn't happen very often, but say back in the you know Midwest, it used to rain a lot. And as a child, I remember there'd be moments, my job as a kid was to pull the weeds. Um, that was like a chore, right? Mm-hmm. And so I used to, I, yeah. So I used to go out um, a couple days after it rained. And this is a huge connecting piece for me, like a massive connecting piece. Um, and what had happened as a child is that I try to pull these roots when the soil was dry. Do you have any idea how hard it is to pull a root when the soil is dry? It's not the best idea. It just, it doesn't work. Like you fall on your butt, like you, you, you know, your hands are getting completely shredded. You're breaking half the root and I would make it look really good from the outside. Yeah. So my dad would think I pulled the roots, but a lot of the times I just pulled off the top. I didn't actually get the root. And so then I realized, and I got a little smarter as like life got on, that I was like, you know what, I'm going to go out after it rains, and I'm going to try to pull the roots. And oh my gosh, it pulls out like, like butter, like they pull out so much easier. So then it, it connects the dots of like liquid purification. That's what I call it. I call crying and like purging, like liquid purification. Let's just get it out, right? That's a form of healing. And Think of that as like your life's journey. Like sometimes when those emotions surface, which is beautiful, don't suppress them with food. You know, don't suppress them with going to stay busy. Don't suppress them with anything like that, but rather sit in it and start pulling some some weeds. Like it's the best time to do it. It's going to be so much easier for you to do it. Um, It's going to be so much more graceful as well you know versus trying to pull out your roots when you're dry it's really hard to do and that's I think a huge gift of what our emotions really are for our emotions are feedback our emotions are friends and but we once again we live in a world that's conditioned us to to fear our own emotions and to you know not be in a place where they're great so you know taking you to what kind of foods can I eat that are going to enhance my vibrancy, that are going to enhance my vibration. What can I do with that to where, you know, maybe it'll open up that mason jar to allow those motions to come out. And that's what food did for me is I started playing with food in that degree, um, eating really, really clean foods. And honestly, truthfully, um, I also did it to clear up my skin. I was still having a lot of skin issues too. And so that was kind of that first 
drop in. I was like, I'm sick of having these issues. I don't want to have to wear makeup. Like I don't want to be in that place. And so that was kind of that first penny in the bucket. And then it was like, oh, I feel really good, you know, eating these things. Oh my gosh, juicing is great. A smoothie every day. Like who, why didn't I do this when I was a kid, you know? And so um, it, it really took my energy that I had though. And it created another level of it to where people are like, Jaina, like you look the same as when you were like 21 years old. Yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? I look better than I did when I was 21 years old. <laughs> I love it. And, and you know, that's the thing, like how you're feeling on the inside will show up on the outside if we like it or not. Mm-hmm. So we better embrace it, right? So I wonder, yeah. what are some of your daily rituals that are non-negotiables that you do to feel this good and vibrant? Well, um, I kind of switch it up. So every couple of months, I kind of change things up a little bit. Obviously, first thing first is I always use my tongue scraper. That's a every single rising a must. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to see all because your your tongue actually releases toxins at night. And it's the best time to scrape them off. And if you drink water first in the rise and before you brush your teeth, you're literally swallowing all those toxins back down. So scrape the tongue. That's the first thing I do. Um, and then, <laughs> and then I, I, I mean, I wash my face and then I usually take my iron. So I take my iron right away in the rising. Um, I'm, I take two capsules a day because I'm still working on getting my iron back into a really great balance. I've always been fairly deficient in that. So that's something that I do take. And iron's a very, very picky mineral, by the way. Um, If you take iron, you always want to take it by itself. Um, So if you're taking a pure iron pill, I'm talking not if it's like intertwined with something, but if it's like you're taking just an iron pill, don't take it with like your other 12 capsules, like take it by itself and wait 20 minutes and then go ahead and take the rest. So then I usually jump on my trampoline and, and then I take all my, my minerals and my vitamins and I have a really, really good, you know, break into the fast, which I usually do fruit for fruits, my go-to for the rising as I break it with fruit. And then depending on if I want like chia pudding or if I want like a smoothie, then I do that. And I've really been uh, on a kick right now with chaga mushroom and lion's mane. That's like my two kind of like around 10 a.m. I make myself like an iced, you know, think drink is what I call it. (laughs) And it's got chaga mushroom in it with the lion's mane with some coconut milk, uh, a little bit of coffee extract and some monk fruit. So that's, and then usually I also try to eat raw most of the day. I usually cook maybe at night for my last meal um, because I want to stay fuller and eating raw usually keeps you fuller because it takes longer to break down and um, it's got the enzymes then in it so that I'm not depleting my enzymes in my pancreas with all the cooked foods. I love, yeah, I, I really like feel the difference. We switch, we do celery juice every morning, you know, our lemon water, always tongue scraping, but we are like, we are plant-based, but we like now it's so easy in Vegas, you know, to be raw. Like when it's cold, I love soup or stew or something, but now, but I can feel like my energies are truly like through the roof, like fruits and vegetables. And I remember as I competed and you've been in fitness too, like fruits is bad for you. It's full of sugar, you know? And I was reading medical medium. Um, and when I bought the book, the first chapter that I, that I went to was chapter 20, fear of fruit. 
you know, because I, I, that's how I was raised, you know, not how I was raised. I was raised picking up the apples from the trees, you know, in Czech Republic, but here then competing, you want to be lean, you want to look good, fruit, it's pure sugar. So going back to that and teaching it to my grandma now, like fruit is good for her, you know, and it's, it's beautiful when we can connect with that. So one last thing, my beautiful friend, what is the one last thing on your heart that you want to know the women who are still on a journey to love themselves and their bodies? I would say commit to yourself, you know, um, really like respect, respect yourself, honor your body. Um, cause if you honor your body, you're going to honor everything else that's in it. And I'm not talking like exteriorly honor your body, like when you're a competitor, like looking good on the outside, but think of like, like all of your little cells in your body and all of your organs and all of your, your thoughts and all everything that makes you right. Even your past experiences, like those are all beautiful gifts and pieces to your life because everything has a gift. So, so just think of them like little warriors and like little people. Because I feel like if you envision them as like little people, then you're going to maybe love them a little bit more. <laughs> like if you, if you give them like a personality, you give them a name, you, you, just, you just love on them, you know, you cheer them on. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to build up my immune system so my warriors can handle and take care of business. You know, I want to <laughs> give them the, the ability to do that. Uh, I, I want to be the CEO, you know, I don't want somebody else to be it. I'm taking the reins. Yeah. And that's like the first step, honestly, to creating the most abundant life is if you take the reins of your own life and you take your power back and you take back that, that like CEO mentality, entrepreneur, whatever you want to call it, whatever you think is the most badass thing in the world, allow yourself to become that and say that that's who you are and honor your body accordingly. Love it. That's, that's so beautiful. And of course, you know, I help women to step into their CEO. So it's a perfect ending. Gina, thank you so much for everything you're creating, everything you're doing. I'm so blessed to have you in the same town, in the same life. I, I really love what you're creating. And I wonder for those who want to stay connected with you, what are your favorite places online to hang out? Uh, that would be Instagram. So Jane and Nourish Me. And then uh, even Facebook, I'm trying to get more on Facebook myself. So Facebook is also Jane and Nourish Me. Yeah. And then my website's www.jane and Nourish Me. So Love it. all about the nourishment. <laughs> yes, you are. And you are such a beautiful like embodiment of that. So thank you so much for today and everything you're creating. Thank you for having me.